Hey there, listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about The Last Huntress. That is a Greek mythology-inspired young adult romance. Um, what I did like about it is the fact that it does follow some of the more obscure mythologies. You know, I my mother studied Greek mythology in college at MIT, so I've kind of grew up learning mythology, especially because she had, did have a lot of Greek friends who were pretty much part of, you know, they were my teachers. So growing up, I was really influenced by Greek mythology. Um, what I liked about this is it took pretty much a footnote in Greek mythology, you know, Tisiphone, she's one of the Furies, and she fell in love with a mortal man, Kytherion, and they had a child, but the moment he discovered that she was, in fact, a Fury, he killed her. So, in this book, the author decided to take this tale, that's really, you know, I tried to do a little bit more research on it, because I was just like, you know what, I don't really remember hearing about this. It really is just a footnote in mythology. Kytherian in this book is reincarnated every year or every generation to kind of be like the guardian for the next group of furies. I liked that. However, one of my issues is just, oh God, I hate the insta-love trope. I really do. When Alice, who is the fourth Fury, and if you realize, you know, there are really only three Furies, she's the fourth, and she is Kytherian's soulmate, pretty much. And she's the very last Huntress. You know, there aren't going to be any more after her. It's her duty to finish off and kill the demons, right? I hate the insta-love trope. I'm sorry. I can't. I really just don't like it. I liked the found family aspect. I liked the sisterly love aspect of the story. But other than that, there really wasn't much else for me to like, especially when the author focused a lot on the romance. I get it. You can have a story about soulmates, and you can have that insta-love trope, but... And you can make it work in very few cases, I think. I think what makes it work is when the author takes their time to develop the friendship between the characters. And that just wasn't done here. I mean, he's kind of a dick to her. And then he's like, no, you're my soulmate. And then they start dating. And then you don't really see any development of the relationship at all. And I really hated that. I'm just like, I, I can't get invested in this romance. I'm sorry. I really just liked the sisterly love aspect of the story. But, oh my god, there were so many times. And these two, Alice and Kytherian, oh my god, first of all, it's weird that she calls him Kytherian. I get it, it's his actual name, but I liked his name in this generation. Um, every time she said his real name, I'm like, this just sounds awkward coming from her mouth. And I think, again, that has to do with the fact that there was really no development in their relationship. They didn't go from friends to lovers. They went from, I kind of hate you, to Liz Bang, pretty much. And it, it really did bother me. 
And then you have the part of the story where they both do really questionable and somewhat toxic things to one another. I mean, there's no excuse for drugging your partner and then kidnapping your partner. And I wish I could say this was just on him. No, she also partakes in some of this as well. It's terrible. They seem very toxic and I really hated that. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, that is incredibly inappropriate. Um, I really, really didn't like it. And I really didn't like how he was very aggressive, protective, I guess. Um, he kind of wanted to put her in a, in a cage. He's like, no, I have to protect you at all costs. It's like, dude, she's a woman. You have to respect her. She's your partner. You have to respect her. Get that you don't want to lose her and love her, but you have to, you know, respect her choices and her freedom. He was not doing that. So there's a lot, I, I mean, there's a lot of um, toxicity between these two. And I'm just like, I'm not buying this insta-love relationship even more, you know. Already I was having issues with it. And now the fact that both of these characters do highly questionable things is also just cringe. It was very cringy. And, oh, I think another one of my pet peeves is just Baby. Every time he called... Anytime I read in any book, baby, as a term term of endearment, it just strikes a chord with me. I don't know why. Um, It just sounds very facetious and condescending when I read it in a book. I'm just like, "Mm, I hate that. I hate it so much. Um, I'm not a fan of that word being used as a term of endearment, not just from male characters, you know from when it doesn't matter i think it's just one of my pet peeves like that word being used as a term of as a term of of endearment it just sounds condescending to me like when a parent says it to their kid i'm just like your kid's growing up acknowledge that fact and you will have a better relationship with your kid um (laughs) or when a partner male or female says it to their partner male or female i'm just like "Mm, not I just, it's my personal pet peeve, and I really hate it. And considering all the cringeworthy, toxic things both of these characters did to one another, I just didn't buy it. So, unfortunately, I have to give this book two out of five stars. It has the potential to be something really, really well done. And, oh my god, that ending. A lot of people had issues with um, Chris Pine coming back in Wonder Woman 2. That's how this guy comes back at the end of this book. And I'm just like, I'm not so sure I'm okay with this. (laughs) And I'm not really like, "Mm, you're going to start a relationship with your partner while he's inhabiting another person's body. Like, I'm not a fan of that at all. Like, I'm just, nope, not here for it. Not liking it. Um, so, Yeah. Two out of five stars. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, But, you know, there were some interesting things about it. I could have just done without the romance altogether, honestly. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description of the podcast of where you can purchase it. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee with a one-time donation or on Anchor FM with a monthly donation of 99 cents. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.